0: This week on Invasion the podcast, Marvel gives us 50 states of Avengers. We put the fun in dysfunctional as we talk about dysfunctional TV families and we give you our annual Black Friday deals you can't find in the newspaper.
1: We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon, the arrival of a spaceship just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. And welcome to Invasion, the podcast taking over the world one listener at a time. I am Paul, Awkward Dinner Silence Stedman, and to my left is Joe. There's just something not right about cousin Craig Peters. Cousin Craig? Yeah,
0: I couldn't be that I had a drunk uncle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh,
1: I was going to say, Joe, grandpa's drunk again. Drunk racist uncle? But I didn't drunk think that racist was uncle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about dysfunctional families. Uh, that, that should be some fun and some maybe like bringing up some memories that would don't want don't want to remember um so real quick i played whirly ball first time this weekend yeah and I, this I, I texted fun. you about it yeah it was fun it was a hoot went out with uh with kevin of uh, radio violenta and rick was there as well uh so it was uh kevin's uh girlfriend's birthday and she wanted to play whirly ball and it like the entire time like we just really wanted to make mad max jokes because you feel like you, you wanted... do
0: kind of, yeah it does feel very mad max yes yeah.
1: It just feels very Fury Road. Like you just want to spray silver on your face and witness me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: It was a lot of fun. I I am still sore to -hmm. today. Like my uh, my right hand, my palm is still sore from because it's uh, Whirly Ball is it's bumper cars. It's bumper car cars. Uh, They remove the steering wheel, but they have a crank. Like imagine like a um, I don't know. It's kind
0: of like a lever that turns 360 degrees. 360 degrees, like almost if you were like. um, churning butter not churning well churning butter is more of an up and down okay but like it's like a rotate like a stirring yeah like uh action but um it it basically swivels your car that way so instead of like turning a regular steering wheel you have like this this lever that you spin around in a circle and you just kind of back and forth you know go you know to move your car yeah but Um, sometimes
1: if you if you spin it all the way one direction your car will then go forward or go backwards right and then i my brain will short circuit and i can't remember which way i'm going and then I think, I Austin powers it up by getting stuck in a corner and backing and yeah, going forward.
0: That happens. I think like after a few minutes, you kind of get used to it and and you get the you get the gist of it. Um, let me ask you this: How many times did you punch yourself in the stomach?
1: I that's I think that's part of the reason why my uh, hand is sore because I I mean I'm six one I'm overweight sitting in this car. There was a little bit of like you know big man tiny car disease going on. Yeah. Like my my uh, outer uh, calves are still sore. And my inner thighs are just like, they were rubber when I was done. I don't, like, I got out of the first game and I looked at Kevin uh, and some other people. I was like, why am I out of shape riding around in a bumper car just throwing a <laughs> wiffle ball at a target? Right. I was like, that says a lot, but I was well, hurting.
0: So the other part of it is, is obviously you're, you've, you've gathered, you're in a bumper car, but they give you like this, like, uh, like, it's like a
1: highlight scoop.
0: It's like, yeah, it's like a scoop and you scoop a wiffle ball with it. So you drive with one hand, wiffle ball scoop with another hand. And then you use that to catch, throw, and like gather the wiffle ball. And there's like two targets that are like basketball hoops. So you're almost like playing on a basketball court. And if you hit the backboard, you get one point. If it goes into the hole, you get three, right? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So, and you have two teams, obviously, in the, in the bumper cars. And, and the whole goal is it to get the wiffle ball and throw it. Um, Man, it's 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 a lot of fun. I never thought it'd be that fun. But like I probably because it's a bumper car and you have that lever, you know, just basically imagine like swinging your fist in front of your your chest or your stomach driving this thing. And then, like, you're looking around for the ball, and and, mm-hmm. and and it's like people slam into you, and, like, you got a seatbelt on. Yeah. But I don't know how many times I got, like, flung forward, and I had my fist right there, and I must have, like, flew into it, like, at <laughs> least 10 times. The next day, I probably had a bruise, like, the size of, like, two cantaloupes <laughs> on the side of my, like, stomach and, yeah. like, part of my, like, um like abdomen. And, and it was funny because like a group of us like at work and went and like everybody was showing their battle scars and they're like yeah look look at this and I'm just like hold on and they were like oh my god and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah I like said so my, my hand
1: hurts just because of grabbing that that crank and, and yeah. sounds inappropriate uh grab <laughs> yeah my hand hurts from grabbing the crank at that party in front of strangers um <laughs> whirly and, ball guys yeah whirly ball um that's what <laughs> i call called, it that's what i call whirly it. ball yeah. <laughs> i just you know I, you go blind uh, anyway so at that I'm sore there my neck is still sore like I I have a hard time like just because there was definitely one point where I, I head on collision uh, Kevin's girlfriend Nora like we were just I, was, I just I was apologizing because it's her birthday I didn't want to kill her on her birthday yeah and um, but I scored twice in the two games I played so and here's my secret my secret is I played Rocket League and I, right. and I honestly believe that because I texted yeah. you and it's like it's very similar in the sense that I already knew that there's gonna be a scrum in the corner. I'm gonna back out and try to get down court. And I wasn't but that also just because I know where to be doesn't mean I can catch the ball when it's thrown right.
0: to me. Right. The catching the ball is surprisingly hard. There yeah. was a couple of guys on our team that were really good at catching the ball because you can't catch the ball with your hand. You no, have to catch, catch it with, it with scoop, your scoop. Man. And um like we would, we would flip it and fling it to people, and some people were really good at catching it. So you would play defense sometimes. Like you would obviously have people go down court and try to stop the other team from scoring and block and like grab and rebound the the wiffle ball. But then you want to get down there as fast as you can, but then you got people hitting your bumper car, so you can't get down there. So you gotta pass it. So we always like try to keep one person back for like the passes for the scores and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and
1: I started running opposition too, where if I saw one of my teammates further down closer to the ball, mm-hmm. I would try to cut off the person chasing them down and just try to slowly push them off to the side because it's yeah. a bumper car. You can't really hit the gas on those things because it's no, kind of you can definitely control one speed. <laughs> push, you can push. Yeah, yeah, you can control
0: that. Um, but no man, check out whirly ball if you've never played whirly ball. I mean it's great for birthdays bachelor parties um you know i think that's something that, uh, that i recommended we do for your bachelor party um i'm trying to think i mean anything just get get like 10 friends together i think it's like five v five yeah or something like that i and had so much fun my throat hurt i was i was yelling everything
1: yeah. i was every so often i was like this is horse shit just yelling going down the lane <laughs> just like just swinging around and yeah. i actually at one point i almost stood up in my cart to block a shot and i know that did not yeah the guy that you i you'll get I got,
0: penalized yeah well, they have a ref
1: yeah i didn't get penalized and the guy trying to get the shot at the very last second was not happy that i tipped it and i felt like i felt like i was competing in a sports way and that's not something right. i can do normally like because well i've made poor life decisions in my life but, and that's not something competitive against other people that's not in a video game I actually started really getting into, like, I could actually contribute. Yeah. And Mary scored a couple of times, too. Like, she was having a good time with Oh, yeah, as it's well. a lot of fun. You don't yeah. have
0: to really be, like, very athletic or anything like that. And, I mean, good hand-eye coordination, obviously, is is definitely a Yeah, a I'd want to see those teams that actually Which, play there, like a league. Like, league-wise? Yeah, be- there's probably a lot more to it than that. But check them out. I know there's a laser tag in the building, and they do have a bar there. So in between yeah. games, you can get your little drink on. And,
1: and an Arctic Thunder machine if you want to play some uh, snowmobile <laughs> games. um but yeah it was it was fun that sounds Uh, like fun yeah uh so i just wanted i wanted to mention that just real quickly because um i'm still hobbling around work like a grown-up why because i played whirly ball yeah
0: well i'll get another whirly ball game going with some i gotta play it again
1: i, I gotta get feeling back in my right hand like it, it's the palm of my hand so it's like the right like the meat right by my thumb yeah so that affects my grip strength so though i tried to unplug my phone it was charging i couldn't pull the charger out of my phone i'm like <laughs> wow like i just like i kind of felt like is this what's like having a stroke and half your body doesn't work right <laughs> like it was whirly ball stroke yeah it was bad oh, so man. yeah anyway whirly ball good times um and yeah, and I did, I'm sorry if I killed anybody.
0: Good news, everyone!
1: All right, so uh, Marvel has announced a, a new book. It's what, USA Avengers is what it's called, right?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know how it takes place in the timeline with after Secret Wars or during Secret Wars, but uh, hmm. they didn't really give a lot of info about the the publication but basically what they're doing is they're gonna uh they're doing 54 variant covers um which is pretty cool um i don't know if they're going to be readily available for for every state but uh each state is basically assigned an avenger and that's going to be the cover for that state so ohio um will get a cover that is just kind of exclusive for ohio i'm guessing um and so on and so on so Real quick, I'm going to try to run through the 52 uh, covers that they do have out. So, uh, and we're going to have a five minute conversation about each hero, guys. <laughs> yeah. So Talk that, in. that's going to be the whole show. Uh, Jane Foster Thor is the Avenger of Alabama. Um, interesting. I'm sure there's a little bit of explanation as to like why some of these Avengers are behind it. Um, I didn't dig too deep into it. Uh, a uh, Hellcat's the avenger of alaska um nova's the avenger of arizona which i think that's where nova lives so that might be why uh tigra's the avenger of arkansas and she's actually a mutant um so there are some mutants on the avengers iron man's the avenger of california uh tony does live in california and i i really couldn't imagine any other hero probably being in california wonder Valley. man Oh yeah, Wonder Man for for yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and actually, uh, he's probably
1: out there. Is he? One no, of he's oh.
0: not. Actually, now that you mention it, uh, Hercules is in Colorado. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Black Widow. marijuana.
1: That's why Her, <laughs> Herc likes to get high.
0: Yeah. Uh, Widow is the Avenger of Connecticut. Um, Captain America, Steve Rogers, the Avenger of Delaware. <laughs> I really don't know how Delaware pulled Steve Rogers. Hello, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> From Delaware. <laughs> That's exactly how Steve went. Steve was totally like Wayne's World there. Yeah. Uh, Please tell
1: me, does Deadpool f- uh, represent Connecticut?
0: I'll tell you, a Deadpool. Oh, okay. Uh Ant Man, uh, Scott Lang is the Avenger of Florida. He needs to be Rhode Island. Why?
1: He's the smallest one.
0: Yeah, that's true. Come well, on. Well, no, there's there's another Ant Man out here. Oh, okay. Uh, USA Agent um, is the Avenger of Georgia. <laughs> He's still kicking around. Uh, Havoc's the Avenger of Hawaii. I'm sure he probably like high fives somebody when he found out what state he yeah, got. right. Like, oh I got Hawaii. Uh She Hawk, the Avenger of Idaho. I don't know, there's there's a potato joke somewhere there. Yeah. Uh Beast is the Avenger of Illinois. Um Winter Soldier gets Indiana. Like I feel reading these off. I feel like I'm doing like a draft.
1: <laughs> yeah. And with the next pick, Indiana Hawkeye, chooses.
0: Hawkeye, the Avenger, gets Iowa. And then everybody in the Iowa section's like, oh,
1: well isn't uh, iowa isn't that the hawkeyes like the the college iowa hawkeyes oh
0: yeah i didn't think of that um maybe maybe i'm getting that wrong I you a, could be sports, wrong sports don't know i'm not sure why certain certain Here. people went to certain ones um but uh and it's it's clint barton it's not kate bishop i don't know if kate Bishop's technically considered a um an avenger anyway uh the century gets Kansas, so tornadoes are no longer the scariest thing in Kansas.
1: Oh, uh, and it is Iowa Hawkeyes. So there we go. was just the only reason why they did it was because the names matched. Probably, know, yeah. yeah
0: anyway. Iowa got Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, Cannonball is the Avenger of Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. Is he? Okay, yeah. makes sense. Uh, Spectrum, who Spectrum is actually one of the Miss Marvel incarnations who was in the original Secret Wars. Uh, she's um, the black lady who can fly or move at the s- speed of light. So, like, she can, like. I know who you're talking about. I, yeah. I see it in
1: my head. I don't, yeah.
0: She can, she can tell. Not, she doesn't teleport. She actually fly flies, but she can, she can move at the speed of light. So she can get somewhere almost instantly. Okay. Um, she's a pretty cool character. Uh, Scarlet Witch is the Avenger of Maine.
1: So, who was Spectrum assigned to?
0: Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam Wilson, Captain of, uh, Captain America, is the Avenger of Maryland. Which Captain, th-
1: Captain Falcon America, Which I
0: think Falcon is from Maryland, so that makes sense. Uh, Captain Marvel is the Avenger of Massachusetts. Um, so I really hope in the future that Carol gets a Bostonian accent. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Uh, the Thing is the Avenger of Michigan. Um, I don't think that's a bad one for Michigan. Uh, Quake is the Avenger of Minnesota daisy See, johnson that's
1: another one it's like you pick like you,
0: like you pick a state where there's earthquakes yeah i don't know that just anyway right california yeah <laughs> uh rogue is the avenger of mississippi I'm, that makes I'm, sense. That makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah um and then uh, the wizard is the avenger of missouri i'm not even quite sure who the wizard but, is
1: i i want to say it's someone that uses speed or they have well, bad bladder control he he
0: clearly is running in this photo you uh
1: know, well you in missouri right
0: Missouri, but they're the, the show me state. So the Wizards is just showing everybody, and then yeah, the Two Gun Kid is the Avenger of Montana, which I've never heard of the Two Gun Kid. Hey, Two Gun Kid, are you a cowboy?
1: Yes. Well, you're going to Montana. All right then.
0: Um, and then there's an Avenger called D Man who looks like Daredevil, except for he has no mask. He's the Avenger of Nebraska. <laughs> uh Red, I'm Hulk, sorry, Nebraska. There's probably yeah. we
1: could have given you Wonder Man. We could have given you something. Yeah, Wonder Man
0: know? was still out there. Uh Red Hawk is the Avenger of Nevada, which I I almost kind of think. Like Banner should be, yeah, the Avenger of Nevada because of his time there as Gray Hawk as Joe Fix-It. And isn't that where
1: he the accident happened? It was Nevada. It,
0: that's possible. Yeah. Uh, our boy Spider Man is the Avenger of New Hampshire. I don't know quite know how I got to New Hampshire. Miss uh, <laughs> Marvel's the Avenger of New Jersey. I think she's actually from New Jersey. Okay, uh, Kam- uh, Kamala Khan. Not. Uh, um, oh, actually, Hulk is the Avenger of New Mexico. So, oh, I think New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Banner is. Um, banners of the Avenger, of new mexico Oh, real quick
1: today is the birthday of mark ruffalo and um oh,
0: speaking of the Hulk, yeah and
1: uh scarlet the, the, sorry uh, black widow uh, um elizabeth olsen no black widow oh uh scarlett johansson yeah scarlett johansson mark ruffalo have the same birthday I oh did, wow that's yeah. cool yeah anyway so huh. and, uh, yeah How and about they, that? i wonder if they sell i wonder if uh black widow and hulk just celebrated with like a little lullaby like hey sun's going down sun's going down yeah, i got you a cake you know
0: anyway <laughs> sorry uh luke cage is the avenger in new york there you go. Appropriate for uh, yes for Harlem. Um, Namor is the Avenger of North Carolina. See, <laughs> I, I
1: don't. Namor. Hawaii, like that. This makes more sense to me.
0: Yeah, right, right. Hawaii. Uh, Machine Man is the Avenger of North Dakota. I don't even know who Machine <laughs> Man is. He doesn't look like he has a gun in his hand. I've, I i do not know. Uh, I just
1: feel bad for the some of these Western, like Midwest states. They're just like
0: we don't know what to do there. <laughs> yeah, That's Ohio fine. gets the Black Knight. Which I don't understand because the Black Knight is technically British, so. Well, and,
1: but there's a magic sword though, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, he has right. uh, not Excalibur, but he's got like the Black Knight's weapon or something yeah. like that. Uh, Thor's the Avenger of Oklahoma, which uh, Odin's son, Thor, Odin's son. I'm guessing that's because that's where Asgard was during siege.
1: During um, Straczynski's run, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: when because um, there was a whole point in time where Asgard actually came to Earth, and it was like in oklahoma like like floating there like like something weird was going on uh sunspots the avenger of oregon um See, arizona that this makes arizona. more sense anyway like uh dr strange is the avenger of pennsylvania sure white tiger is the avenger of puerto rico okay um iron fist is the avenger of rhode island no ant-man there uh marvel boy's the avenger of south carolina jack of hearts is the avenger of south dakota I don't know who I don't know what South Dakota is. What is that? Uh, I think it's a state. <laughs> uh, the Wasp is the Avenger of Tennessee. I wonder what that connection has to do. Uh, That's weird. That is weird. Firebird's the Avenger of Texas. I feel like there's a lot of other Texan characters that might go into that. Uh, Amadeus Cho is the totally awesome Hawk is the Avenger of Utah. Utah? It looks like the it looks like the Hawks have like most of the desert.
1: It's almost like the old man Logan storyline. <laughs> I
0: know, right? <laughs> Um Ant-Man, uh, I can't remember this guy's name, one of the ant mans not Pym. Scott Lang? No, not Scott Lang. There was another oh. there was another Ant-Man. This
1: is Ant-Man like Aunt Man? No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. an Ant-Man. Uh
0: he's the Avenger of Vermont. Um okay. Quicksilver is the Avenger of Virginia. And uh Jocasta's the Avenger of Washington State. Jocasta. I don't know what she's been doing.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So is that is She's like
0: hanging around waiting for the sequel to Metropolis to be made. Okay. You know what Jocasta is, right? No. She's that AI that she's basically like Ultron 2.0 that, oh. that they made. That's what she looks like. Oh, okay. But she surreal. looks like that yeah. that that robot from Metropolis. Okay. Anyway. Um, and then and the other Washington, Washington, D.C., they got vision. So Washington's pretty much recovered by androids. Yeah. Uh, Valkyrie is the Avenger of West Virginia. Um, sure. I didn't even know Valkyrie was an Avenger. But uh, Quasar is the Avenger of Wisconsin. Red Wolf is the Avenger of Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then they gave uh, the United Kingdom is Captain Britain's the Avenger of the United Kingdom. And the last one is Canada. And you know who got Canada?
1: Is it Sasquatch? No, it's Deadpool.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Is Wade Wilson Canadian? Yeah, Wade Wilson's Canadian. Oh, okay. He's from Saskatchewan.
1: Oh. Oh, Okay. But uh, I, I just hope i like Puck or somebody from Alpha Flight that you not you don't think of that, that often, Puck you know? And
0: Sasquatch. You know what's funny is how they dragged Alpha Flight into Captain Marvel's book. And, like, I remember reading it and I was like, why, why is Alpha Flight here in space? <laughs> like, anyway. yeah. So anyway, that's kind of cool if you're out there. I mean, Ohio is getting the Black Knight. I know we have a predominantly Ohio crowd, but check your local comic book shop. These are going to be collectibles more so than not with variant covers because it's just for your state. So yeah, I mean, I'd I, cool.
1: I I'd like to grab the West Virginia one, but I don't know if I care that much about uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie.
0: I mean... Still, it's kind of cool. I yeah. mean, like, if your home state, uh, you know, other than Montana, like, i sorry about that two-gun kid action. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure there's other Avengers out yeah. there where they're just like, well, why couldn't I get like Wonder Man
1: or <laughs> yeah, anybody like like I uh, like I think I told you the joke because like at least we didn't get Manta Ray or Stingray, right? Like there's other there's other Avengers. What about the the Great Lakes Avengers that we talked about recently? Right. Like give me yeah, anyway. well,
0: and then I think there's a few Avengers out there that are Inhumans that they don't even like like hint on, which is unfortunate. They didn't put any Inhumans in there. That's anyway. true. Yeah. Um, so that's that's that story.
1: <laughs> All right. So there's that. Uh, I just want to briefly mention uh, we Survivor Series. Uh, so some wrestling talk after some Marvel talk. So your basic episode of Major the Podcast. Um, so Survivor Series was this weekend. I, you know, you guys have heard me talk before about how I was enamored with the WWE Network. Nine ninety nine a month. Sign up now. Uh, i had not been watching the pay per views recently. I just feel like he. I hit a peak mm-hmm. of like wrestlingness, and then I kind of back. That happens. Off.
0: That happens a lot too. Yeah. Because like I'll back off, and then like. I don't know. I'll get interested into it, and then like I'll start watching and paying attention to it, and it's like, it's like it's basically just getting back into your stories. And be like, what's going on? What happened at the hospital? Be like, oh man, that person was in a coma, and then like he left. Oh, that's like yeah, this my soaps, yeah, my soap so, stories, but um, yeah,
1: Goldberg. Who had not been? Uh, he'd not wrestled in twelve years, right? They said like his first yeah. uh, professional match twelve years. was so yeah. going against uh, Brock Lesnar, big hyped match. This is all they talked about like the past month, and it had been rumored, 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 because the last time these guys fought back in what two thousand
0: four, WrestleMania um, twenty. Yeah, I've not watched that match. Everybody says it was kind of shit. It was garbage because basically what happened was is um, Lesn That was when Lesnar had started to sign all his stuff for UFC, so that match at Wrestlemania was his last match contracted with WWE and he was going off to UFC after that and everyone knew that in the crowd everybody was just like boo 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 and then the same thing with Goldberg except for he didn't go to UFC he was just done with his contract with WWE wasn't going to renew it and he went on to do movies like really bad movies (laughs) um but uh and the match the entire match everyone was booing everyone knew it was just like you're here because you have to be you don't want to entertain us that yeah. it was it was basically it was a terrible match
1: yeah so then come into this one <clears throat> Uh, Goldberg comes out of retirement says, you know, he has, he wants his, to be like the hero for the kids and his son and his wife and the Pope and Jesus and whoever else. Right. And then, and then, so the intro, like I was watching the pay-per-view, which really wasn't that great. I was not that happy watching all of it. Like that's some moments, but it wasn't that great. Yeah. It was, um, it
0: was kind of man for a survivor yeah. series for a stapled pay-per-view cause they have their, their, their major ones. Like you got survivor series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Like those are those are the ones that have been around for years. I think this is the 30th anniversary of Survivor Series actually. Yeah. Um you know, it was kind of weak. Yeah. Um and, and they did the brand versus brand. They did one show versus the other show in terms of like your your traditional Survivor Series matches where they have usually five people tags like 5 versus 5 elimination style. Like you get pinned, you get you tap you're out, out, you're yeah. out and then whoever survives is the winner. Um it the like i don't know like there there were a couple matches i was just kind of like this isn't too bad but like the big match with all the big names from both shows it was like it started off super boring uh everybody was really happy because chris jericho was there and they were in canada um (laughs) i think i'm like i'm like this is a terrible match like all it is is just like you know everybody kind of like you know placating jericho and then um uh and then the S.H.I.E.L.D. got back together. That's about the only good thing that came out of it is everybody was excited to see the S.H.I.E.L.D. The, get back The S.H.I.E.L.D. Together.
1: is uh, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, so... Uh, or or, or, or uh, Shitty Aquaman, Deadbeat Dad, <laughs> and Seth Rollins. Right.
0: So, so um, or uh, as I like to think of uh, the one villain from uh, Westworld... Yeah, like, right? Like that guy. Did, did we
1: talk about that? Because like Seth Rollins looks a lot like that guy that's in Westworld. The that's guy like with the black. The bank robber. The bank robber yeah. guy. Yeah. I was yeah. like,
0: every time I see him come out, I'm like, oh, he's Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, it's just
1: Seth Rollins. He's just he's just in his loop. He can't break yeah. his loop. <laughs> he comes out, just does like the chest bump thing, whatever. And then like he, he fights. Yeah. He's the architect. Then then after he gets defeated, they go back and make sure he's in working order and put him back in his loop again. So. Yeah. Yeah, WWE world.
0: But they did they did a <laughs> they did a really good, cool turn of events where uh, Dean Ambrose uh, flips sides from the brand. So was, he's on one show, the other two are on another show, and they're supposed to be fighting against each other. But then there's a point where. Uh, Dean Ambrose decides to go against his other team and work with them, and then you realize that the Shield is get is back together, or they're getting back together, or they're working together. So everybody was really happy about that. Um, so that match was kind of like squashing over. The only good thing, really, that was good about that match is they put Bray Wyatt over as the winner because yeah. um, he needs a push. Yeah, because
1: uh, he's been losing a lot lately and
0: he's an interesting they, character he's a very interesting character and they don't do much with him and I don't understand why
1: so but yeah like he gets the Goldberg uh um, Lesnar match the intro like you because each match they have to have like a little pre-recorded package to show you why it's important blah 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 that 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 uh, thing was probably five six minutes long mm-hmm. of a packet and then they did the traditional Goldberg intro which was another like two which takes two and like half minutes like eight and a half hours yeah, yeah it's like And then they come out, and the match is literally, like, what, 90 seconds? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. It was two spears and a fireman's carry, or whatever it it is.
0: It's like a brain buster fireman slam, something like that.
1: and then the match is over. Goldberg wins. Lesnar, who's been built up as this, like, mountain monster of a man type of thing, is out, like, you know, and that was the end of the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view, it was over at 10.30. People expected to run to 11.00. And it was done at 1030. That's it. Like, and there was nothing else going on. And so I, I, I was uh, watching this and I texted a friend of show, Kevin, uh, you know, uh, Radio Violeta I mentioned before we did Whirly Ball. So I texted him with my good hand. So uh, because my other hand couldn't hold the phone. And I was like, so that was something. He's like, I'm legit angry right now. He's like, this feels like a drink your Oval Team moment. And I thought that was the best.
0: Yes, that, <laughs> that is a very good analogy. Film. It was it was a squash match and it was oh. terrible. Like and I understand why they did it, doesn't make it right. Yeah, I mean, so,
1: supposedly the rumor is that they that Goldberg is signed for a few more matches now, so they're going to build. This I up. hate, I
0: hate Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I Hate Bill Goldberg. Did I send? I didn't send you that picture. I saw on. Did I send you that picture? No. I found a picture. Somebody had a picture on the internet, and I can't remember who it was. I think it might have actually been one of our um, previous interviews. Uh, Mr. Michael Wilson, the Night Mage. Um it's it's this picture of John Cena it says all I need are five moves and then um, it goes to Brock and says I can do it using three and then the next one's Goldberg and it says hold, hold my, my beer because yeah. literally Goldberg <laughs> has, has two moves. moves and it's just yeah. like it's disgusting it. to watch because yeah. it's terrible, terrible wrestling. Yeah. So anyway, there was so that was
1: frustrating. So enough about that. Uh, one last story here before we get onto the 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 main event, so to speak. Um this is uh let's see here a a this is in West Virginia, so Valkyrie was not there to stop this from happening. I just want to mention oh, that. Um, I just want to say that like this person's after Joe's heart. Authorities say a man stood up from a blackjack table in West Virginia, drove to uh, rob a bank, and then returned to continual gambling. Oh, um, <clears throat> never thought of that. The, the Charleston Gazette-Mail reports a Konawa County a grand jury last week indicted 15, a 52-year-old Carrie Johnson of Charleston on a bank robbery charge. Investigators say Johnson had been at the Mardi Gras Casino in Nitro, West Virginia, for hours on August 2nd when he put down a $25 chip to hold his spot. That's when police say Johnson drove 13 miles to a Charleston bank, gave tellers a note saying he had a bomb and a weapon, and he robbed it. Uh, police say Johnson then returned to the blackjack table and kept gambling.
0: I wonder how he went. I wonder if he went up. (laughs) I'm curious because like (laughs) how funny would it have been if he would have came back and been like, my bad, and gave him their money back. I mean, he still would have been arrested, but I'm I'm curious to see how he did. That's really funny.
1: I, like it said, uh, Johnson could face ten to twenty years in prison if convicted. It, it's unclear whether he has an attorney. I think it's pretty clear he can't afford one. I can tell you that right now. No. Um But the fact that he's like, like, so you're playing a game of chance. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Here's my, here's my spot. I'm holding this. I'm gonna go rob a bank, which that in itself is a dangerous proposition. Now you have money, and I to come back and gamble it. Like I just that to me is like that is the epitome of a problem.
0: I'm you know? curious. I'm curious how they let him keep his seat there, because, like, they'll let you do that if you got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can just say, oh, I want my chips, I'll be right back. And, um, you know, they have so many cameras there, if anything does happen, it's well, like...
1: you're you're talking about, like, standard casinos. This is Nitro West Virginia. They probably didn't have a whole lot of business going on on, on August
0: 2nd. True, 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 but, like... I mean, he drove. Thir- he drove twenty six miles, technically. <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's not a small amount of time. And I'm
1: gonna guess it probably wasn't straight highway driving
0: either. You right, know, like, there were yeah. lights, stop signs, so Hills, he probably curves, was, was good. F- gone bears. for probably a good thirty minutes. Yeah, like um. that's funny. <laughs>
1: I mean, it sounds like this guy he has a problem. So maybe he's a regular, and they're like, "Oh, he'll be back." You know, we don't question where he goes for a half hour at a time, but you know, he goes back with money, so it's good. You know, so uh, okay, yeah, I figured you'd appreciate his dedication to the craft of uh, gambling. So I'm
0: impressed. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> yeah. Well, I
0: usually just go to the ATM. And now for our feature presentation.
1: <laughs> he did go to an ATM in a way. It just, it <laughs> yeah, he to, did. to a bank. <laughs> to you know. a bank. So um, we. Uh, figured with, with Thanksgiving coming up this week, uh, it'd be fun to uh, talk about uh, dysfunctional families, not in the clinical sense, because that could be really sad and depressing, yeah. especially weird cousin Craig. Um, but I challenged Joe to watch um, Bill Burry's F is for Family on Netflix, Yeah, um, which is six episodes. If you guys have not seen it, um, I'd highly recommend it. It's, it's I, a quick
0: watch. And yeah. like, I think even right, if you guys watch it right now too, cause I think a lot of it takes place during the holidays. Yeah. Cause it, it starts off and then it burns into Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Um, but I, I think we wanted to talk about this. Cause I mean, obviously the holidays are starting and you're going to see your family. And this is an interesting topic because in, in, in TV and movies, you tend to get a lot of dysfunctional families and that makes for a lot of good comedy with especially with television, and it's interesting to 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 look into and see why, like you know, why do we love dysfunctional families? Like you know, it's like you know, Married with Children ran successfully for what ten uh, years, ten years, yeah. and it and it still holds up. I can go watch whatever it's on, whether it's I, I don't even know if it's on Nick at Night, but when Married with Children comes on and. It's like the jokes are just still punching there, and you just crack up.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I grew up with that. That was like that was like the one show my mom's like you can't watch this. Yeah, like because like Fox was a fledgling God. network at the yeah. time. It didn't have a full week's worth of broadcasting at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, that's when Tracy Ullman show was on, and then that was spying the Simpsons. And and um, Married with Children was like that, like that uh, eight thirty nine o'clock slot, and it was time for me to go to bed, and I couldn't watch it. And that was like the racy television mm-hmm. that I couldn't see. I feel and, like yeah,
0: I distinctly remember like I was in second grade, I think, and I remember. Uh, talking to some of my classmates and i was just like oh did you watch Married with children like cracking up like as a kid and and they looked at me and they're like our parents won't let us watch that. yeah and i'm like ah right. oh, it
1: sucks to be you
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, i think
1: that like it's perfect and with um uh, with f is for family uh, and i'm just using this as kind of a pivot point i mean that not that i want to talk about all six episodes of f is for family because mm-hmm. it's 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 good i laugh i think i enjoy just what's going on more than maybe some of the jokes like i like in terms of like there is good character building there mm-hmm. there is like legitimate like you you see this family that like um bill burr is the voice of uh frank the, the frank you know um, the dad yeah and uh you could tell this is based on him probably getting a lot from his own dad
0: right well the one kid's name is bill the youngest kid the youngest yeah. son is bill um and 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 watching it like it made me think about like other other dysfunctional families and in, in television and, and that specific trope, like, and it it made me realize like that you know they they hit a nerve about certain things like um the little girl uh in the um in the show she reminded me a little bit of Louise from Bob's Burgers yeah like I feel like that character wasn't so much of a copy but it's just a very Familiar staple amongst dysfunctional families You know you have the one kid who's kind of like Bucking the system or just doesn't care You know she wants to climb to the top, of bran- top Top of the highest branch in a tree And then fall off and she doesn't Care if she hits a roof and, and Slides down into the dirt and she's just <laughs> like It's like some kids would just be like oh my god what happened She's like that's so awesome You know it's yeah. like it's that one kid that loves to have fun
1: Well because you get the idea that like The first kid uh, voiced by uh, Justin Long he was the one that like all the expectation was heaped on. You mm-hmm. kind of get that idea, and he's kind of a screw up. He's kind of like you know the stoner kid, not not really stoner, but kind of like he's yeah the, he... the loser
0: kid in high school. Well, not you didn't really get into his his uh, his life outside of the family, like in high school. Other than he was he was flunking and, and failing yeah. at school, you didn't really get his interaction with his peers or anything like that. But I mean, you did get that um, you know that sense of of you're in, you're starting your adolescence. Uh, you have that a lot of that teenage especially in the 70s you know where you're you're really into music you're really into you know getting high with your friends and but at the same time it's like you're you're trying to figure out what you want to do and become independent but you're like you're you know your parents are always like 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 trying to bring you down and that's and that's basically justin long's character and i feel like there are a lot of characters like that in other you know dysfunctional families you know throughout tv like um if you think of uh God, what's his name? Um, uh, Walter Junior from Breaking Bad. Like Breaking yeah. Bad is another iconic, you know, dysfunctional well, I mean that, family. That
1: is like, I mean, that's a different scale of dysfunction. Oh, right? it is definitely a different yeah. scale of
0: dysfunction. And and the funny thing is, is like that is a dysfunctional family that is not comedic. I mean, there's very, there's very few non-comedic dysfunctional families out there because when you think of tv dysfunctional families i mean you can rattle off a ton like you know um you've got like the bluths you know the griffins obviously there's a lot of most animated families are all dysfunctional because that's where it like centers on uh the reynolds from sunny it's it's always Sunny. yeah yeah. the reynolds from sunny are very despicable (laughs) but it's comedy but like you know, you watch, um, you watch Breaking Bad, and it's just like it's like a, it's like an emotional train wreck.
1: It's like King. Same thing with like the Draper family from Mad Men. Right. It's just it's just like you know, all you want to do is take these people aside and be like, if you actually talk to each other, mm-hmm. a lot of this would be solved. Except except in Breaking Bad, where the whole meth thing, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, the meth thing
0: getting in the middle. Yeah, of was that was kinda... a little bit, but. uh <laughs>
1: But yeah, like, um, so uh, the reason I mentioned Justin Long is like the, the 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 first kid. It's like you got the three kids. The first one had expectation. He's not he's not doing what they think he's going to be doing. Then you have the second the second son who he's not he's just kind of the pansy. Like they kind of like they, they kind of coddle him a little bit. And, yeah. he, and so because I think you almost get the feeling that they 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 tried parenting the first one too much. Mm-hmm. and it didn't like how it turned out so they're not going to parent this one as much and keep them kind of keep them wrapped up in yeah. a bubble and, then, and then, the then the girl she can do it wrong because she's the princess
0: kind of well that like, and i yeah. think because the third one at that time they were just kind of like you know what, we did this twice this one can do whatever they want yeah that's you, know? it, you get that and vibe but she like, kind of does kind of do whatever she wants and she's always she's you know she always cracked me up on this show she like when she attacked that one bully yeah and, like gouged, gouged his eyes out it's like that's what made me think of louise because like louise is like the youngest of all the kids, but she's also kind of the toughest and the most adventurous.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't say that Bob, the the Belcher family, I wouldn't say they're dysfunctional, Like, Um, not in the sense like, not like the Griffins or the Simpsons even. You're right, Because it's like, you get a sense, even though they're all oddball characters and you get that Bob and Linda have raised three really unique kids. Yeah. Like, there's always, like, even Louise, when she's like trying to get her, like, get her way, Mm -hmm. there's always a sense of love like that will always overpower her own uh, selfishness. I
0: think that's and, that's a fair point. Yeah, the Belchers I don't really see as dis- as dysfunctional as some of the other families, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I just think they they find that they, maybe they like so cuz I was thinking about this on on the way home from work today I was talking to Mary about it cuz it's like this I don't want to get to like the whole psychological side of it because one, I'm I'm not a professional. And, two, right, Yeah. Like, why why get into like the? I remember sad Thanksgivings. I don't want to get into that. You know, I don't want to get into like awkward yeah. family stuff. But it's like, where where is this? And, and she's like, well, what's what's considered normal? What's considered dysfunctional? And TV skews it, right? I get they that. Because um, so, I mean,
0: if I've never watched Shameless, um, I do want to watch Shameless. I need to get. But I've heard, I heard episodes that show's
1: funny and also brutal.
0: I have heard episode descriptions about like people who start relationships with people who are dying to get their pension and then like i guess like you know they call and they're like we have a donor for you and they're like oh they, you know they passed away and then they totally lie to the hospital to like yeah get that person's money like you know and it's a comedy but there's like some next level despicableness <laughs> you know so yeah. it's like it it it's like yes. What is dysfunctional? Like is it, is it does it have a level of despicableness? Kind of like um uh uh what, uh, what do you call it? like like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, you know where you you've got like the Reynolds family and just the stuff that they do. And, but
1: that's so much like cartoonish that like everything resets at the end. And, like, basically, the next episode starts over, and, like, how can we be terrible again? Kind of. But I mean, like how much he, of that really carries over from episode to episode?
0: Some of it does with certain characters, A little bit. like Rickety Cricket. Well, yeah. Like, look what they he, did to Rickety he's, Cricket. He's the
1: one through line, you're right. Like, him and, uh, well, actually, Waitress the waitress they, they, yeah. too yeah there's a there, lot of there characters is, there is some collateral damage but and, not not as much amongst them but
0: even stu- even people they don't affect like the ponderosas you know and stuff like that and then you have the McBoyles, you know when they're not in westworld like <laughs> and the stuff that they're doing yeah. it's just like you know some That's of the fair you know yeah. and and they and they've done like repeat things like uh there i think there's been two episodes where Dean and dennis get a- addicted to crack <laughs> so it's like they get addicted to crack, and then they do all this stuff, and then there's another episode, like seasons later, where they get to addicted to crack too. So it does carry over, but like some of the stuff they do uh, is just kind of like, like, oh my god, I can't believe these people. Yeah, but I'm thinking like if you took them out and put them in a real
1: world context, any one thing that they've done would be it'd be over. Yeah, with most people, well, and so amongst themselves it resets. Like, I, like D always knows these guys are gonna like to screw her over somehow right. but she still tries to be part of the group she still tries to get yeah. up on you know up on them and it's never works out but she keeps trying charlie always wants to be taken seriously and then he almost approaches it and then it finds a way to screw it all he up can't you know be. yeah and like
0: and i and I, I and i think i'm guilty of like watching it and and having like a friend syndrome where a lot of stuff about their life that they do, like they, they do in the show doesn't line up and correlate with how they actually have a life like like i don't understand how any of them have apartments yeah or how that bar stays open or how the bar stays open especially how d has an apartment by herself (laughs) i mean they try to like you know say that danny devito's character pays for everything but it just seems like the way that they are when you look at like dennis's apartment or even d's apartment i'm like there's no way that this apartment would be this clean and organized the way that this person's life is no but, I mean, that's that's a, this a good event, a, example of, like, a, a good dysfunctional, like, oh, my God, family. Um, you know, then you have, like, your, I think one of the things that really appeals to a lot of, like, people that watch these shows is you have um, the sense of family. Even though they're dysfunctional, they always come back to each other and they always lean on each other. Like, I always remember watching Married with Children and you would laugh at, like, how much, you know, uh, um, you know, Peg would always fight with Al so much, and then, like, you know, everybody would make fun of Bud, and then, like, Bud would make fun of Kelly, and it was just like, man, these people are so mean to each other. But then, if anything happened where any outside source threatened, the Bundys, they they, 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 bound, ba- together, they yeah. bound together <laughs> and it was always a treat in an episode to see the Bundys just beat the crap out of someone as a collective group because they do care about each other and they do love each other. It's like nobody can pick on my brother but me and nobody can make fun of my wife but me, like that type of thing. And you saw a little bit of that in F, for, F is for family, like one of the first episodes when um, the bully was picking on the younger brother. And somebody goes and gets Justin Long's character, who who is like you know the, the you know the, the the teenage older brother, and he comes rolling in, and he's you know the bully sees him, and he's like, oh, he's like oh he's like oh he's like I wasn't doing anything, and then he just walks up and punches him in the stomach like three times, yeah, and then like kicks him in the balls, and then like he, he just like. You know, the bigger brother, you know, save the younger brother. Yeah, the bully but, runs away crying. the bully runs yeah. away. But then it's funny because then he turns and he, like, gut punches his brother for, like, getting in trouble and, like, you know, making him, like. Uh,
1: and that's what felt real to me because I could I could see that happening. Right. and And having an older brother that I never quite knew where he was in terms mm-hmm. of, like, are we going to be cool now or not? I can relate to that, you I, know, and,
0: like, it's, yeah. I have a real life story that was exactly like that. <laughs> like, because, like, my, like, like a couple houses down from us. Um, like there was this neighbor kid that would hang out with my brother every once in a while, but he was kind of a little jerk and he was maybe like two years older than my brother. So like, like, and I would always pick on my brother. Like I would just, I mean, mentally and physically, I mean, I, I did some really mean things to my brother cause I was an older brother and that's kind of what you did.
1: Yeah. You get the pack in the mail saying, welcome to being an older brother. Right. Be terrible to your younger yeah. brother
0: and be mm. like, I want to sit there. You're going to move, you know? So, um, like, I have a story about that in a second. So one day, like he comes home and he's kind of like crying, and I'm like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, this kid hit me." And I'm just like, "What?" So like I walked over there, and like I'm like, I like walk over there. And I'm like, "What? What did you hit? What did you hit my brother for?" And he was just like, "Oh, some excuse or something, because he was being a bully, or you know, he's just being a jerk to him." And like, I think I was like older than this kid, like ju- how Justin Long kind of character was in that, and I just kind of like beat the kid's ass, and then like left, <laughs> and like his mom came running after me, and it was just funny because I'm like, don't beat my brother up, like for yeah. no reason. You guys are just playing, so yeah,
1: that's funny. I oh, well, I mean, I just got a terrible brother story, just because I just got to pay my penance here real quick. Um, so enjoy this, people, as you're as you're listening. Um, I want, we we had like a little small garden in our backyard. And my mom had run uh, a wire around that was just basically a really small electric fence around the, to keep the critters out. And there was a switch <laughs> in our back porch that we could turn on, turn on and off. And um, so I was just—I told, my, I convinced my younger brother, who's two years younger than me, to go sit on this. And I just watched him from the porch, and he's like, okay. And I just turned on the fence. That's I'm like, why would I do this? I have no idea what compelled me to do that it. That sounds
0: like a brother he thing, too. He
1: screamed. And like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, it was not enough to like, you know, like kill our meme, clearly. Right, right. And so, like, now I'm 38, he's 36. And if we ever start talking about <laughs> things that happen in our lives, he always has to bring that up the time I made him sell an electric fence. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry, Brian. That was years ago. I'll never live that down. <laughs> why do we do these things to our family members? I don't like, know. I would never do that to a stranger. I'd never be like, hey, yo, right. sell on that fence. Why would be funny? <laughs> Vzz, done. Yeah. You know? I, um, I
0: I don't know. That's a good question. And I, I could say the same thing. Like, I, I, I don't know if I could ask my brother if he remembers anything. <laughs> but, like, I'm sure he does.
1: Well and so I guess I mean you're right. Ultimately the the, the simple answer to all this is the reason why we enjoy like watching these and like I and I'm also now thinking of like Roseanne. Like that was oh, a, yeah. a a really big like that's where that bread and butter in that show was is that they were blue collar, dysfunctional, fighting, mm-hmm. real motions. But then like they'd be in the middle of a fight, and then Dan would tell Roseanne that he's just gonna feed the kids dinner and go grab a really large can of cream corn and she's like, That's what you're gonna feed the kids? And it became like a real moment of like he doesn't know how to cook. Right. He's just gonna give him cream corn for <laughs> dinner yeah. and that's it, you know? Like, so it's that reflection of like We've all had these fights, and, and and usually your family, you can have a fight, and then within 20 minutes you're just back to doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and because for some reason, no matter what, ultimately, supposedly, like your family's not going to leave you, right? So you, right. so you you can relate to these like, these uh, weird situations and these weird like generational comments that happen when you have like a multiple generations of family well, over, and and things like that. And it's yeah. very like you remember the awkwardness, so it's easy to just laugh your head off at this because. Good thing you're not there because it's happened to you before. Yeah. You know?
0: And I think like, uh, like, like, like you said, like, you know, your family's not going to leave you. So that gives you that gateway to kind of do a little bit more <laughs> mean things to them, like your brothers, older brothers and sisters, or even just kind of like when you fight with people. You know, like I've sat at tables where like families have kind of just like passively aggressive, like nitpicked about the cooking and things like that. And I'm like, wow, this, this, this sounds like a fight, an underlying fight somewhere. But I'm like, these guys can get away with it because they know that – you know, they're going to sit down for another meal together. You would you would never go out to, to, to somebody's house. Like, let's say that somebody cooked food for a, a couple of strangers, and then you just started critiquing their food no. severely. You know, you would feel bad because you hurt that person's feelings. And I think, like, it, it's an odd, dysfunctional, like, cork of families like that where you can, like, hurt someone's feelings because you both love each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How screwed up is that statement, though, that you can hurt <laughs> someone's feelings because you love each other? Well, I guess that is the definition of dysfunction. It isn't is the de-
0: just- definition of dysfunctional. And then the more I think about it, it's like, uh, dysfunctional things. Because I used to do some like really weird things to my brother. Like I remember he was terrified of the dark when he was four. <laughs> And there was, like, parts of the house that had multiple switches. So, like, like he would get ready to go to bed, and my parents would be in bed, and, like, we would stay up late and watch, like, some TV show or something. And, like, I would get upstairs first before him, and I would start turning the lights off because he was too scared to go up the stairs oh, in the dark. wow. And he would turn the light on to, like, walk up the steps. And, the, and, the, the and as soon as he'd get halfway up, I'd hit the switch, and it'd be dark again, and Aww. I'd start making voices. <laughs> and, like, and I remember the one time, like, my mom got so pissed because, like... <laughs> Like, I was, like, he was, like, he wasn't, like, crying, crying, but he's just, like, Mom! And I'm just, like, up there, and I'm, like, you don't want to come upstairs? Oh, no, no. it's, like, I don't understand what the the fun of it is, but, like, you know, in the end, I'm I'm glad that we, we kind of, and you kind of bond that way a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, it's just, like, and I think about, like, some of the, some of the more messed up stuff growing up like uh my older brother uh uh, did not make good decisions as as uh, growing up and one time he stole my mom's car like we had a camaro Mm -hmm. and he uh stole the keys of the car but didn't steal the keys of the gas cap so he didn't get very far we didn't know this though so where i lived It was on a hillside kind of where there was like a road and then a retaining wall and then our house. So our house was lower than the roadway, right? Yeah. So we parked the car. You'd walk right out and be staring at the car like you couldn't not not see the car because it'd be like at like like head dist like head heights. Right. So I get up, go out and go play. My little brother goes out and goes play. My mom grabs the shop back to go vacuum the car and realizes the car's gone. Like, they're, like none of us, like, my my younger brother and I had no idea the car was missing right in front of us. So, like, the car was gone for, like, half a day, and we didn't even know it was oh. gone. So, it was just one of those moments, like, you look back and laugh at me, like, where's the car at? I don't know. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess it's gone now. Like, so, oh, you know, it's just, you, you think about these things, and, like, I, so I can relate to um the the family, what's their last name? It's the- uh, Murphy. Murphy family yeah. messing that up like I can relate to this I can relate to the the threats of violence that yeah. aren't really really threats but the anger is still there because of frustration because uh, Frank always threatens to place kids through walls <laughs> Put you through a wall yeah I could I could relate to that I could relate to like hey like the mom tells him like okay kids go out and play until the street lights come on like that's how my mom was, was like just go outside and just come back when it's dark yeah. outside you know well,
0: like, it's, it's set in the 70s yeah. and it definitely gets that vibe of the, like, the time and things um things are different like there are no devices or video games t there's a whole episode about the tvs um you know and, and they were mostly black and white back then uh and and peaked out at 36 inch tvs so
1: yeah uh, um, uh, that was funny how it's like yeah he's like i'm gonna get like a 30 what 30 36 and a half or, or so, like 37
0: yeah. he's like i know they may have been 37 and a half <laughs> um you know but uh you know there there's i think like one of the reasons why, and I don't want to say that everyone has a dysfunctional family, but I don't know anybody who is like the the Cleavers or like the Brady Bunch when it comes to... Or the Seaver family. Or the Seaver family. You know, I don't know anyone that, that is like that. And maybe that's just the people I hang around <laughs> with. But I think everyone enjoys the comedy and the stories. And a lot of dysfunctional families, you know, there are so many shows that are successful, that have dysfunctional families. And that's part of the reason why is because we relate, even if it's one episode, even if it's like, you know, an an F, F is for family episode where Justin Long beats up a, a bully who's picking on his younger brother that we can relate to because we actually did that. Or maybe there was like some type of a, you know... A moment where you know you did take your kid to work day and your dad showed you his job and you hated it, but then by the end of it you really respected your dad for what he did and yeah. everything like that. Like there's always different things like that because there's a message underlining in them.
1: Well, have you noticed though, like how it seems like maybe this isn't a recent thing, but it's more and more apparent to me that as a show goes on. Uh, with whatever, how the characters come you know, come across each other, like community, they all went to the same college together. Right. Or or like Last Man on Earth, where that's just like the last six people on Earth, to, to our knowledge. yeah. Like, they all get together, and then eventually the whole statement comes up like, but we're family. Yeah. And and, I th- and, and that, that, that becomes a big tying point for a lot. Of, like The Walking Dead. And like, I th- they're, yeah. They're, the kinda, walking, they're yeah. family, they yeah, kill each other. They are family,
0: yeah. and they kill each other. But like, I think that, that that trope extends further than just it being like a family. Like, look at The Office. <laughs> Like, the office is technically a dysfunctional family. Yeah. You know, you had all those people, but at the end of it, you know, you had Pam and Jim finally get married and have a family of their own, but then that brought everyone else in because they they worked with those people, and your work family is is pretty much like any other family. So if you have a dysfunctional work family like the office, it's <laughs> so different, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if you look at um, 30 Rock, like, you had the initial... You know, first two seasons of Thirty Rock, where you know Liz was constantly fighting with Jack, and then you had Tracy and Jenna never got along, and everybody thought Kenneth was so weird and creepy. But by the end of this, the the show, everyone was a family. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like Jack would do things for Kenneth, and it's like you know him and Liz were like like best friends, and like you know Tracy was Tracy. But like, <laughs> uh, but you had these people come together where at the beginning they were so separated and dysfunctional. And I think with like a lot of dysfunctional TV show or dysfunctional family TV shows is like they, they will, um, they will already be a family and be dysfunctional, but then you get to see them bring themselves back together over and over again, kind of.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, you think about like what came before, like I, there's a list I found on, um, what is this website? Um, it is thrillist.com. Yeah. So there's that. They they put their top twenty most dysfunctional families on television. Yeah. Okay. And so like like there was no there's no number order, it's just they just list them, right? Uh, all in the family, the bunkers. That is like that the, that's That's very that's a very iconic
0: dysfunctional family. It's very about,
1: ahead of its time too in terms of like Oh yeah. yeah.
0: And and it's funny because if you think about it, like you couldn't get away with Archie Bunker nowadays. No. Like and, I
1: feel like something like uh Netflix you could try to maybe do something more like that or like um, like maybe shameless is probably the closest thing to like an Archie Bunker analog where people are just being terrible and gruff and saying things that aren't like culturally appropriate at times, right. you know, you're um, yeah,
0: you're probably right about that. But yeah, I think that's that, that definitely all in the family is ahead of ahead of its time.
1: wasn't it also the first show to have the sound of a toilet flushing too that was a big deal I think that was also the censors were having a big deal with that I remember okay Uh, next one they put down Arrested Development oh yeah the Bluths Uh, one of my favorite dysfunctional families because they're all terrible to each other Mm -hmm. but they again even like Job as much as he's an asshole he still wants Michael to love him and so he still will try to find ways in his own messed up way to try to get Michael's love and approval you know and And it's
0: interesting because if you think of like some real life dysfunctional families because I've talked to people that i've either known or worked with and you know something's happened where it's like they 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 talk about easter sundays coming up and it's like oh what are your family plans to be like well i'm just i'm I'm just gonna go over my dad's because i don't speak to my mother and i don't speak to my sister and i mean like that's a different level of dysfunctional but like at least these dysfunctional (laughs) families are still a functional family in a sense like this it's like yeah these these the people in in rest development are crazy and and just some of the shenanigans they get into are crazy but like you said like job still wants his brother to love him it's like um but
1: Lucille still wants her kids to respect her right and she doesn't want um, Buster to leave her like these are, those are very real they're like connections and emotions you know yeah and um, yeah, so it's, like, and I love, I love Arrested Development, like, that's, like, but that's the epitome of, like, well, no, no one else can tolerate us. We have each other, you know, yeah. type of thing. Uh, next show is Dallas. I know it was a big deal. The whole Ewing family was just, like, hated by everybody, but also loved. Like, that was kind of a big deal. Like, they yeah. had all sorts of enemies, and that was the epitome of everybody screwing each other over. Next show, they have a list of Empire. I have not seen Empire. I know that's a big thing with Terrence Howard. I don't know if you've seen any Empire. Or I not. haven't
0: watched Empire, mm-hmm. um... I re- remember that uh um that I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh I remember some of the things reading about Empire like just how that the, the way that the family is set up like you've got um uh even though like all the the angst and the um the anger and stuff like that they still somehow stay together, you know. Yeah.
1: Like, um next one everybody hates Chris i seen bits and pieces of that because, I mean, I love Terry Crews, but I've never actually watched all, a lot of that. I've never this, watched that either. This makes me think of the Bernie Mac show a little bit, too. Bernie Mac was a really good one where he was just thrust in having, like, you know, the kids. And like and so he had his girlfriend, but he's taking his, like, what was his nieces, and he's raising them. Did you ever watch the Bernie Mac show? No. It, 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 amazingly funny stuff. Just watching him because he'll talk directly to the camera. And his exasperation was so real and palatable. It was it was. Uh, I love Bernie Mac. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Gone, gone too soon. And I don't mean that in any type of no. way. He was awesome. Yeah. Uh, family guy they've mentioned. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's their, that's their stock and trade is being dysfunctional, but also somehow still coming together, loving each other, even though I, I don't know why Meg hasn't killed that family, like a thousand times over for as much as she's like, the I don't ever. Joke.
0: Yeah. She's, I love I love the fact that Meg's a throwaway joke with that. Like it it's I never never not laugh at a Meg joke. Like I don't know why. Like I just love the fact that the family actually can bond together to make fun of Meg. Um, they have the Lannisters from Game of Thrones. Oh god, that yeah. That is the
1: epitome of dysfunction. Yes. But very I still much. like Jamie now. I don't know what it is. Like I like Jamie a lot. Cersei's scary as all get up, but I like yeah. Jamie. I whatever. And Tyrion, I love Tyrion. Um but yeah, dysfunctional. Well yeah,
0: even even that whole uh like litter of Lannisters like like <laughs> litter
1: of Lannisters I love it they, but I mean no it's like and Jamie, their sigils a lion
0: Jamie yeah Jamie no, it's uh, a yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a lion. Line. yeah uh Jamie um Cersei and, and and uh 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 Tyrion they have some type of weird loyalty to, loyalty to each other as much of the crap that they've dealt with you know what yeah. I mean like like even though like Tyrion hates his sister and she hates him Somehow
1: like, still the house name goes above it a little right, bit. Right, yeah. It's
0: like, and, and i there were incidents where I know like, you know, somebody wanted to do something to Tyrion and, and, they still wouldn't let it fly because he was a Lannister.
1: Yeah, I mean that's changed a little bit in the later seasons. I think yeah, she's yeah, it compl- kind of yeah. does. She gets but, a little
0: off her rocker, but anyway. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then they got the Gilmore Girls. I will admit I've not seen that. I, I've but never yeah. watched Gilmore Girls. Uh, next one, the Honeymooners, um, which is like oh, yeah. the prototypical the the Cramdens and the the not so veiled threats of physical violence. You know, right. bang, zoom, straight to the moon. You know, like that's. I don't know if you can go in with that now, where like someone come home and be like, "Honey, is dinner on the table?". No, well, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> that's my. That's my new catchphrase honey i'm gonna beat the shit out of you like do you like that i, I think, think that a-
0: would be a, a really awkward like catchphrase if a new dysfunctional <laughs> family comedy started where you know
1: like i could see ken marino somehow just be like walking in and just saying that to so anyway um it's always sunny philadelphia listed there the reynolds like yeah. and that then that only that dynamic only really started happening once danie devito joined the show in the second season
0: well yeah like, because you had you had d Dennis and, and frank yeah and it was an actual family but then like mac and charlie, charlie were yep. just kind of like adopted into it yeah so.
1: uh and then they had mad men the drapers uh malcolm in the middle with that family with uh hal uh so brian cranston and uh i love malcolm in the middle. i didn't
0: feel like malcolm and middle were like like that dysfunctional where they were kind of despicable in a sense but like at the same time it was just kind of like like who's in charge here
1: like yeah I mean there was literally an episode though where they were supposed to go on vacation like they do every year and some reason it was canceled and as they're at home there's this big street fair there's all this fun stuff happening on the block and they're like "What? what is this they're like oh this happens every year and then they find out it's because they're gone for the week that the whole block has this party Oh, so it's like they find out that like they're like the the black mark on the block
0: on the neighborhood yeah so
1: then they, uh, they take their revenge that's another group that's like they'll fight with each other, yeah, but then it's like you, you, you piss off one of us, you're gonna deal with all of us, right? Um, so yeah, uh, Mama's Family, which uh, we had someone uh comment, uh, we had uh, Amy bring up that that's her one of her favorite shows. That, yeah. I, I love that dysfunction there too. That felt close to home just because of that type of like, well, they're family, they're living here now, like you know, <laughs> yeah, um, Maribo Children, uh, I, I, the love, I love, I love Maribo Children. I, I have a Polk High 33 t shirt that I wear all the time, and people four touchdowns one game exactly. People say I love that shirt, and they're like, yeah, four touchdowns one game. I just Al is Al is kind of a terrible person, but in the sense that like he and same thing with like Frank from *Ephesus for Family*. Which, if you don't even watch the show, watch the intro sequence. That is one of the best. Like disc- like yes. the, the whole intro there, and the intro is perfectly sets you up for mm-hmm. what this show is. Where yep. high expectations, literally flying in the air, and then responsibilities like start come. hitting him. Yeah, and he has yeah. crashes back back down. Yeah. He Earth.
0: he basically flies into the sky after graduation and is just like floating around without a care in the world. And then he gets smacked in the face with a draft notice and then a baby <laughs> bottle and then just more stuff. Just keeps coming.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was like a really good intro to that show. It was.
0: It was a great intro. Um, Same
1: thing with Al. Like, he was a star in high school on his way. Uh, gets with Peg. She she gets pregnant early. You know, like while they're in high school, I think. Yeah. And then he just becomes a shoe salesman in Chicago. Well, speaking
0: and, of Al, what about um, what about Modern Family? I mean, would you consider like all of the? I, can't I need to watch Modern
1: Family. I've not seen. You've Modern never Family. watched Modern Family? I know it's one of those like blind spots. I
0: watched like the first two or three seasons, and then I just kind of I don't know why I tapered off. But I mean, like it's it's good. It's good and funny. I mean, I don't feel like they're that dysfunctional in a dysfunctional sense i mean they're definitely a very diverse group of of people um i think their names are dunphy i think that's yeah, their last name right. the Dunphy's. Yeah. um but no i was going to ask you like i don't know if they've ever done any type of meta married with children jokes with um
1: i think they brought katie seagal on the show later i think she's i in think there they, like they might have
0: but like with uh uh al yeah um or with ed uh ed o'neill which because i know they've done that with um uh, they did an episode of uh, Futurama like that once, which yes. I thought was amazing where Le- Alcazar, where yeah, Alcazar, yeah. where Leela goes and she she starts doing Pe- she's channeling Peg as Leela. And well, I was like she's oh, sitting on a,
1: a crappy couch with her hair all high up and yep. sitting with Alcazar. Yep. Yeah, That was like, oh, this is one of the best jokes. <laughs> um, they, they mentioned Shameless here, which we just talked about. Yeah. I do want to give that show a chance. I just but you're right. Like, I know I know going in that this is going to be. People I'll probably end up loving, but doing terrible things. And I just like, after letting the Reynolds into my life with It's Always Sunny, it's like, do I oh. do I have do I have that capacity? But everyone says Shameless is really good. I know this is based on the UK show that's been running for a while, too. Oh. Um, yeah. So that was around for a while before. Stealing the, the, more stuff yeah. from
0: the UK. Yeah. And then uh,
1: what else they have listed are Six Feet Under, which I heard was really good.
0: Uh, Sopranos. Six Feet Under was a good. I watched some of Six Feet Under. It was a good drama driven dysfunctional family especially with um, a lot of it centering around the, the family business with the funeral home. Like, you really kind of like... And, and I mean, it, and on, on that piece, too, I mean, you had the Sopranos, which yeah. were... I'm sure they're on that list. Yeah, I just mentioned they're the next one um, yeah. And, you know, there was, there was a point where I think, like, the family members were trying to kill each other because of the mob ties and everything like that. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Camille was definitely plotting to kill Tony. And then the last episode where they all still go out to dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they still, they're still kind of family, even though, like, um, you know, there's so many problems with uh, uh, violence and stuff with the mob involved. Like, I, Like, I can't remember if Tony killed, I think he, did he, he had his sister killed, didn't he? I never saw The Sopranos. <laughs> I, I, I didn't finish The Sopranos, but it, yeah. it is definitely one of those shows. I, that like
1: I, we're we're, gonna, we're coming up soon to the end of the year, so we're going to talk about our we're going to set some more nerd year resolutions for next year. Yeah, I don't know if I put The Sopranos on there, but I know there's there's one of those shows I want to run like that one, or maybe like The Wire,
0: something that. Oh I'm, God, I need to watch The Wire, and I, I know there's probably people out there who be like, "How have you not watched The Wire?" Right?
1: Like that's like I have these blind spots of things. That I'm like, Ugh. I know I'll probably love it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, last one they mentioned here is The Family from Weeds, which I've not seen weeds. I haven't seen weeds either yeah um so I, I mean other other ones i want to give an honorable mention to i mean like obviously like uh like i well love... the whites
0: the whites weren't on there were they the um, walter white
1: no no they weren't on there yeah um like i just mean you throw a dart i mean there's a lot of families out there that you love that are dysfunctional mm-hmm. but uh but yeah i just um i don't know i think this was just interesting just because the holiday season and how like nothing i mean there's no reason why you can't get, get together with your family any time of year, but this is the one where, like you just said, like it's expected. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are the, what's going on? Why are you doing it's just like, So I'm some I'm sure there's some people that there's people I even know that are trying to juggle three different visits in a day.
0: I used to do four. It was awful.
1: See, I can't do I would I don't think I could do that. I'd be like, we're gonna pick one, and that's that. That's like um, awful. like Mary's family actually likes getting together, which that's very unusual for me. Cause knowing like my family, it was like like uh very smaller family like i didn't really deal with the the, the extended family that much i remember one thanksgiving because i don't know i don't know what your guys' tradition is but my mom would make the food and the earlier in the day the better like we'd eat around noon yeah and then then we'd just pick at food the rest of the day
0: oh. yeah we, um, we i've got well i've got two thanksgivings i got thanksgiving tomorrow and then i've got thanksgiving on thursday tomorrow it's like six o'clock and then thursday it's at two yeah so, so
1: like i remember the one my mom made all the food and i was sitting there you know we had our plates it was wonderful yeah. and then there was there was pie and she's like you can't have dessert till your brother wakes up and it was like noon going on like one and i'm and i was upstairs waking my brother up the same one that i made sitting on the fence and i was just like you gotta get downstairs so i can have pie and he just was not waking up and my and that was the one like the one rule like you can't have dessert till your brother wakes up wow. and i was so i was angry i was pie resentful
0: yeah, but um, for me, for a while, holidays were uh, like two two split families. It was like it was like we had to we had to plan it out perfectly, and the driving. Nobody lived anywhere within like probably ten minutes of each other. <laughs> so like there was times where I was driving out to Ravenna, then all the way back out to like Amherst or Lorraine. Oh wow. and It was like yeah, so it was like okay, it's cool seeing everybody. Then gotta go. It's four o'clock. I'm probably not gonna be in the next place till six thirty. So. Yeah, I do not miss yeah. that. I like. I really want to get like. I really want to get the holidays back under control. I'd like to have a collective at the house because I, you know, I just got a house last year, and I was Wait, gonna tell everybody the address.
1: I'm trying... <laughs> like, what? like, oh, just on the podcast. real are Just oh. tell everybody your address. They can I'm show like, me your time. Knock on the door. I'll let you in. It's fine. No.
0: I'm like no. what? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I'd, I'd like to do. i you know, I'd like to have like, you know, just a one stop Christmas. Uh, Thanksgiving thing, um, you know, I, I kind of wanted to, like, do Thanksgiving this year, but I'm not going to do it this year. So Well, maybe, I mean, you guys just recently
1: moved and things are getting settled and all that. Yeah. yeah. That makes
0: sense. So, And I, I feel like I don't have enough, like, set out and laid out to, like, host something like that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, we're doing, like, a Friendsgiving thing here on Thursday because there's people that we do that just don't have – like a ton of family in the area. And it's like, we're going to just kind of hang out here. And I know Mary's really excited about cooking. So I like that. Cause it's like, this is sound terrible. You, you get to choose who gets to come over as opposed to just being like, Oh, it's your family, you know? But, uh, but I will say like, I've done a lot of family stuff with like Mary's side of the family. Now that I'm married, I guess, technically by extension, they're my in law family. It's a weird thing for me to still try to process in my head, but they like getting together for Thanksgiving. They like hanging out. And it's just a very bizarre thing for me because that's not how no. my family functioned. Yeah. Because they, my family severely didn't do get along at all. So yeah. for people to actively seek each other out to enjoy their company is a very new concept for me, you know? Right. So,
0: no, it was um, the same way with yeah. me for a little while because like I had like your traditional functional family holidays and then it went dysfunctional with like, <laughs> with like the, uh, um, with the two sides of the family and the cousins and things like that, everybody just kind of got fragmented and then it was just like, nobody got together. Yeah. So then it like a, a good part of my, uh, uh, child, not, a, I don't say childhood, but a good portion of that, like, you know, adolescence was like, just kind of like th- four or five family members over for dinner and not like a, a group of like all the aunts and uncles, all the cousins, like it yeah. was for like the first eight or seven years um and then it just kind of tapered off so it's 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 weird to me now whenever i go to anything like that so
1: yeah so all right so anyway that's that's going to do it for that that topic that was a lot of fun that was more involved than i thought it was going to be so good for us we did a good job um gold star one star i'm foreshadowing what we're going to talk about later um (laughs) so uh, so yeah uh, let us you know, let us know uh, comments on our Facebook uh, I did put out the call there a couple of times to see if people suggesting things like Amy mentioned Mama's Family which I'm glad she did because I love Mama's Family uh, Benjamin mentioned uh, the blues with the rest of development so thank you for that as well um, I, just, I love both of those
0: shows she's but been that's like all she watches though. Mama's Family oh yeah oh. Like if I'm playing video games Mama's Family is on Vinton
1: I love Vinton well she like,
0: burns through like TV seasons it's adorable like she just I think she finished Frasier like a month ago like all of Frasier yeah like,
1: I'm like halfway through and i kind of hit a point where i'm
0: like i'm good for a minute oh no she, that's 11 seasons <laughs> yeah i know yeah. she keeps going i'm like how are you still watching fraser yeah. she's like there's 11 seasons i'm like okay but yeah she's on a mom there's family, like now. 25 episodes
1: a season of fraser too like yeah. it's a lot of it's, tv
0: it's amazing yeah
1: um so yeah let us know if there's things that, if there's anything for us to to indulge in over the thanksgiving break thanksgiving break like we're in school thanksgiving holiday um we we'll maybe check that out uh but yeah uh, uh, hit us up on the Facebook page. We're on uh, Twitter at Invading Podcast. Our Gmail address is invadingpodcast.gmail.com. Um, but yeah, the, the thing you guys have been waiting for uh, are our secret door busters and all of this for Black Friday. What's that? Everything's free. Okay.
0: Yeah, everything's free. Yeah, everything's um, free. All right. So we're going to go through, this is uh something we did last year and, uh, I got I got a lot of deals here. Paul's got a lot of deals. Oh no! I just dropped the papers. Oh well.
1: The secret secret deals.
0: Secret deals. They these are all going to be mixed up. No, I'm not going to have all these Leafs. All right, so here you go. You want to <laughs> you want to start yours off? What's the first doorbuster? Or um, not, all all right. right. Well, I have uh, a Target.
1: Uh, target's offering a Roomba for the low price of $100. Mm-hmm. You have to provide the semi-regular human sacrifices to keep it charged up, though. So those are separate. <laughs> Because I don't know what a Roomba runs on, so I can only assume it's human I think, sacrifice. I think
0: it's, I think it actually is human sacrifice because yeah. I've seen so many stories about Roombas eating people's hair. Yeah, so there you go. Like maybe so, that's it.
1: But like you buy a Roomba, they give you a complimentary bag of hair. Maybe that's what there they was do. a
0: there was an article I saw a few years ago where it was like a lady got her hair caught in the Roomba. Like I don't know how I don't know what you're doing on the ground. What's vacuuming? <laughs> But no. anyway, they showed this picture of this lady and it was like it was like 2016 or it was 2015 at the time. It was like 2015 and it was the article and then right below it it said 2016 and it was like a scene from the Terminator. <laughs> so it was like next year it was like the robots revolt. Yeah. Um so all right, so I got a uh, this Black Friday days at Spin Cycle. If anybody has ever been to Spin Cycle, that's a Laundromat. Um uh every third load purchase customers get a free left sock. So, if you do three loads of laundry, you will get one left sock for free. And then uh, their doorbuster from five a.m. to ten a.m. Uh, free rides for the kids,
1: <laughs> like in the dryer. Yeah, free in the rides dryer. The you don't
0: have to put any money uh, in. Uh, you just find an attendant and you and you basically tell them that your kid wants to go for a ride, and they put them in and then they start it. I like so, it. Uh, yeah. All right. So, GameStop has a special on No Man's Sky. You can buy the game for
1: twenty dollars and they will crush your hopes and dreams for no man's sky in front of you for free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that the poor man, poor no man's <laughs> sky. Poor, man's poor sky. no man's sky. <laughs> Such a great concept, terrible execution. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's see. I don't have any GameStop stuff yet. Uh, all American Karate is having a Black Friday <clears throat> deal. So, um uh Black Friday belt doorbuster. So from 7.35 a.m. to 7.42 a.m., you will get a Black Friday belt. I have no idea what that is or if it, it entitles you to any type of training. I
1: think that should give you the ability to go in a cry chop anybody in line for things that you want on Black Friday. Well,
0: they have uh, deals on roundhouse kicks are 50% off. Oh, nice. And boot to the heads or buy one, get one free. Nice. So
1: Chuck Norris stocks up every year. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just goes in with the bulk load. Um, I have, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Blizzard has a sale on Overwatch Loot Crates. Uh, you can buy them for a dollar a piece, which I think that might not like it may, maybe that works not works out so good later. Um, and it will only give you skins for Widowmaker in
0: May and none of the characters that you actually like. <laughs> I was actually a little bit excited for a second. I was like, I'm going to buy some loot boxes like and, I, you know, on a side note, I'll tell you this, like like uh, they do Black Friday sales for Blizzard. I know and, they do. Yeah. And um, last watch is thirty five dollars right now.
1: That's oh, Overwatch, so. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: No, 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 but like uh, Heroes of the Storm had a Black Friday sale last year. Everything was 50% off. Nice. Like we went, me and my well, buddies were like, eh, I kind of like this, and I'm like, I'm going to buy it because it's half off. This year they're doing crap. Like, they're doing, like, three packages that are, like, a collection of stuff that are on discount yeah. and, like, four characters. And I'm like, really? I was I, like... I don't know why, because it's like, this is
1: all digital, so it isn't like you have a warehouse full of, uh, right. sort of thralls hanging out. Like, oh, we got to get the thralls out here. we got too many of them, guys. Yeah. Time to go on sale, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, we only got one half of Cho'Gall left. You know, we better get that out the door.
0: There was, like, a $10 skin. I'm like, I can't justify $10, but I can justify 5 Yeah. Like, it, I was, it was funny, because when we play, it was like... You know, we would sit there and be like, I think I'm going to buy this when Black Friday comes around. Like, we thought that it was going to be 50% off again. It was your Red Rider BB got it. It's yeah, like, no. it was. <laughs> and they totally crushed my dreams. No oh, Black Friday sale. All right. All right. So uh, this Black Friday at the Pita Pit... Um, <laughs> I love all. The,
1: the, how do you find all these specials?
0: Like these you, you got to dig, man. Yeah, right? Like like screw, screw. I have I have a couple in there, but like screw Walmart and all yeah, that right. stuff. Uh, so doorbuster from three a.m. to six a.m. You get double punches on your Pita Pit card. So you buy one Pita, you technically a punch for two. Nice. And then speaking of punches, they will be doing a raffle entry for the Pita Pit fight. Um. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that is, no. and I don't know if you want to win it or if it's hard to get in there, but in my mind, I picture something kind of like the movie Bloodsport. I was going to say, everybody, anybody that competes gets a home copy of the game, Peter Pitfighter. But I would play that. But um, <laughs> I'm imagining it, it is like that Van Damme movie where yeah. there's like they have to go to the door, and if you don't know the password or you're not allowed in there, then you can't go to the pit fight. It's like, but what, if what's you, the password? Tzatziki Sauce. If you win the raffle, then they let you in and you can compete nice I and like hopefully it not get your head beat in with somebody's knee um so. all right <laughs> i like that uh
1: the exchange is selling uh jumbo sized uh nes classic edition consoles okay they don't come with a second controller and you have to buy all the games separately <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man I haven't been in the exchange in a long time. I just, but like, they people, used to be a good place to get some deals, or like, just uh, kind of like, maybe we'll talk about this later,
1: like at another show. But the NES like classic thing they've released, like, I I'm sorry, like I have zero interest in it. People are going to be like, this is amazing, and then not play it ever again. Yeah, we talked
0: about yeah, this. that's yeah, how exactly yeah. how. I would so, feel. like, I'd I like be the like, idea of
1: the exchange is Like, you guys want those? We have bigger ones, but you have to buy all the pieces for them. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I found one really hard to target deal. Uh, Target's got all their stuff over there, but, but Target is doing a Doctor Strange Operation game. Uh, it's a Target exclusive, and it has nothing to do with magic or any of his supernatural abilities. It's literally Benedict Cumberbatch in some scrubs, and um, you're you're pulling out things in the operation game. So, I guess it's the likeness. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the Eye of Agamotto or casting spells. Uh, you're literally just a surgeon, but it's seventeen percent off.
1: The entire table shakes the entire time though we are trying to take stuff out yeah. just so you get that real Stephen Strange feel. Yes. Trying yeah, to pull things up. It's
0: it's impossible to pick anything up because you have nerve damage. <laughs> it, it simulates the nerve damage really well. The game starts so,
1: off with you having a horrific car crash. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Fox is having a Black Friday sale on the rights of the Fantastic Four film tra- franchise. <laughs> uh, they said either they're looking for $50 million or a gently used moped. Make them an offer. That's a pretty good
0: deal. Like, hey, look at this moped. 50, at even $50 million, That's yeah. That's still like like disney would be i just like that they're willing to trade trade out for like just like a small motorcycle give it here um this one's kind of an internet buzz thing um i have never been here uh but i have worked here um blockbuster uganda (laughs) has quite if you have you ever have you ever followed blockbuster uganda on facebook no you need to go check them out i follow the last blockbuster on twitter Uh, this one's, this one's a lot funnier. Okay. Like, um, but anyway, uh, and these, I don't, I don't know if these are actually, uh, deals that they have on their Facebook, but I did find these. Um, so, uh, uh, they've got a couple of, they got really good deals. Actually, uh, there's free admission to the car park fights from 3am to 4am. So there's an hour block where any of the fights, cause they, they stage these, like they're kind of like bum fights, but it's in their car park. Those are that admission is going to be free, and then Doorbuster from twelve AM to five AM because they pretty much just stay open. Like they always, they have a hyena scratch post. (laughs) Uh, All seasons of Alf on VHS are forty two percent off. Nice, and then um, remastered Christmas movies uh, on VHS, um, like Home Alone two, I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Uh, Santa's Sleigh starring Bill Goldberg, and Ernest Saves Christmas are Bogo on VHS
1: nice i like it um well i mean that you mentioned that i might as well i should bring bring up this uh alternate reality circuit city uh has all 10 seasons of firefly on a single data cube for the low low price of 60 zarnets <laughs> oddly enough there was never a serenity movie in this reality but wash still dies after the first season damn yeah that's harsh yeah I, just, I don't know I, how I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get to alternate reality Circuit City, but I'm glad they're still doing well, and I'm glad Firefly maybe, has may- seasons.
0: Maybe if I play enough Doctor Strange Operation, I <clears throat> yeah. can get to the alternate reality. Wash is not made, not meant to live. You know, yeah. so. <sighs> Poor Wash. Alan Tudyk. I swear to God, if Alan Tudyk dies in Road 1. Um, <laughs> as the robot voice? Yeah, I'll okay. walk out. I'll yeah. be like... They, they silence him or mute him. I'm like, that's the same thing as killing Alan Tudyk. <clears throat> uh all right, Toys R Us. This is a this was a hard doorbuster special to find. Like, not I don't know if all Toys R Us are doing these, or just um, local. Uh, but it, I think it's like one of those things you kind of have to almost ask for. But it's a it's a doorbuster Lego exclusive um, from uh, three fifteen a.m. till uh, six twenty seven a.m. If uh, they they're going to basically the Lego aisle in Toys R Us is going to be covered in Legos. Um, You can run barefoot down the aisle and receive 5% off for every foot you make down the aisle without making a sound. Wow. They're not going to have any takers. Like, a a foot? I'm sure people are going to try. They're going to try. Yeah. I mean, you have to start. That is harsh. uh, The rules, I was reading it because, you know, there's the asterisks. You have to start full sprint before you get into the aisle, and then it's tracked once you get to the end. And I guess, like, if you actually make it to the end, it's, like, 60% off. So it's not bad. And I think it's only 60% off LEGOs. but not any of the uh, um, themed Legos like Marvel oh, superheroes, okay. Lord of the Rings and uh, it's only like the little uh, the generic ones like the, the, the ones, ones that you use for everything else well not the pi- I mean you could do the pirate ones it says but like you can't you can't do like uh, you can't get an ad at or anything oh, cool you great. can only get like if you want to build like a fire truck. <laughs>
1: Or like a mailbox or a mailbox. Yeah.
0: You know how they have the, I don't even know what it's called. You know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like the regular town Legos. Lego City. Or Lego called, City yeah. or something like that. Yeah, anyway, so. Um, uh, Dollar Tree is having a Black Friday sale. Ooh.
1: All copies of Tomorrowland that Best Buy didn't sell last year. Just <laughs> just come get them, please. They're getting in the way of all the questionable copyright oh, violation man. coloring books and the 6,000 rubber <laughs> spatulas. Oh, uh. I that was like, my callback joke. From I last like year's it. Black Friday. I like
0: it. I like that callback joke. So Tomorrowland DVDs are still kicking around. And you,
1: like they're not even. You're not even trying to just take them. Like, yep. just, like, they they're basically having you come in to move stock. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah, man. Because they got to
1: get all those coloring books. They're just like oh, that's not that Disney character. And then the spatulas. All
0: right. So, uh, Walgreens, of course, is having a Black Friday sale because it's Walgreens. It's a big place. But I found this which is walgreens pharmacy specifically not the rest of the store but you got to go into the back like you're picking up pharmacies and normally they're only opening from normal pharmacy hours but for black friday they're going to open early for door busters from 4:40 a.m to 6 16 a.m uh no signatures are needed for prescriptions oh so black friday deal you can be as shady as you want to be and just pick up your prescription and then um they're also doing all day uh, saltine crackers or BOGO and 7-Up 2 liters or 70% off. At, nice. At the I pharmacy like only. You have to yeah. check out at the pharmacy. I would, I would do that. Um, so if you have a cold, some some saltine crackers and 7-Up to get rid of that and you can get them on discount on Black Friday. All right. Uh, FYE
1: um, is having a sale because you expect it to be like they're very important for like to this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's on all the shit that you didn't want to buy last year. Uh, no thanks. I don't need a Doctor Who oven mitt shaped like the TARDIS or a Attack on Titan graphing calculator.
0: <laughs> oh geez. I I go in there and I'm like, who who thought of this and who's gonna buy this? going right. gonna right. Like, I this. walk
1: in, I'm like, you know me, no, no. Um, yeah. while while I say that with um a life size stand up of David Tennant in our other room, right? Yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah. I mean, w- you know, we have like a bunch of knickknacks here that probably. You know, people are like, "Who the hell would buy a like uh, a Rainer action figure or a Roddy Piper pop figure?" Or a Roddy yeah. Piper pop figure, whatever. Uh, last one I was able to find uh, was Chipotle. <laughs> um, they're doing a Black Friday sales. They have a door they have a doorbuster deal uh, that is the first 500 customers in um, before uh, 4 a.m. Uh, get a free rip tortilla from a previous order. <laughs> so any of these burritos that they've screwed up, you get, you get the factory seconds. in the past, where they're just like need a second tort, and then With they just second tort. You, well, they do that. They'll be like need another tort, and then they throw it over, and then they rewrap your burrito for you. So that burrito, that tortilla that they got rid of, I guess they kept them all, and they're using them Dude, for this they black. Soaking those juices. That's a good deal. Yeah, I, I like mean it. that's it's free. It's free processed flour. Um. <laughs> And then uh, the other thing is, is all day it's ten percent off guacamole. Oh, well, so that's, that's I good. mean, yeah. there's that damn stingy with guacamole. Get, you get, still... get, some,
1: get some guac on tort, and you're gonna yeah. go. And
0: okay. and actually, uh, and 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 Black Friday only, no one will remind you that guacamole is extra. <laughs> Just because <laughs> right. everyone knows that guacamole is extra, that's why we're getting it and we're paying for it.
1: <laughs> all right, my last deal I have. This is from Target as well. Uh, it has the extended cut of Batman versus Superman Dawn Justice on <laughs> Blu-ray for $15. The extra footage is just Jesse Eisenberg pissing into a peach tree jar while break, not breaking eye contact with the camera. You deserve that. Yeah. Wasn't that what he did though? Didn't he pee into like a jar? Like there was the whole thing where he's talking to uh what's her Face, the representative. He made some kind of joke about sweet tea. And then whenever she was in the Congress building talking to Superman before the wheelchair blew up. She literally turned around and saw, oh, Jesse Eisenberg pissed in this jar. Wasn't that the joke? And then the whole thing, the whole Congress blew up or whatever? Yeah. Did you remember in your anger? what your anger while watching that movie you're just oh like no no no
0: no game? i I've, I've erased most of the movie from my mind
1: but don't you want to see the extra 10 minutes of him just keep making eye contact with you just I don't into a jar? Of, okay
0: uh, the rest of that movie
1: yeah i just feel like anybody buys that they deserve that
0: scene so anyway
1: there's you go there's your black friday deals um if you guys have any want to share with us yeah if you have please. any if
0: you found any good black friday deals let us know um because you know there's people out here that rely on us for these deals i mean right I mean
1: who would know to go to Dollar
0: Tree to go
1: get th- their their shoved upon copies of Tomorrowland? Like please take them. Yeah. You know, and get some torts while you're out there too. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna do it for us uh, this week. Um yeah, uh please, please, please uh uh if you guys could be so kind as to uh go to iTunes or Stitcher and, and rate us. Um I recently um I was checking our iTunes store like ratings for uh Vage of the Podcast and I saw that uh we had uh, a new review, and i, I should say um, that I—I you know, have not checked for walks. I don't have iTunes normally. Um, we got a one-star review yeah.
0: as of October first. Oh, guys, um, one star. We're down to one star.
1: Well, I mean, we have two other five-star reviews, so I think we're doing like. But that means we only have three reviews. So if people, go please just give us even if you believe that we deserve one star. I mean, that, that's fine. I if, mean, like, if
0: you could, even if you go and give us like four stars and just write the word spaghetti
1: <laughs> spaghetti
0: that would be cool
1: yeah like so i just want to read the one star review uh
0: somebody please do yeah.
1: that so uh <laughs> uh this is from uh Jacobini. i think that's how you pronounce her name uh, i tried this podcast for the first time and chose the one entitled flashpoint it literally took them 38 minutes to get to the advertised content and much of that time was spent talking about professional wrestling uh, not the podcast I'm looking for. I like podcasts that get straight to the content uh, that they advertise. So Jakovni, sorry that you know you did you tried our show. I hope that this one in which we talked a lot about Bill Goldberg at the beginning with the squash match for Survivor
0: Series, right? I
1: hope that was okay.
0: I like and, I like that we brought this up at the end of a show that we almost did the exact same thing. I mean, I know no I know news didn't really run as long as that, but still, like. It was it was ironic that that part of the news story involved wrestling. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, I I, I apologize to anybody that does listen that is expecting something <laughs> different. I mean, maybe they stumbled across this show, but um, we definitely try to have a variety. Uh, I know I know there's a lot of podcasts, and I've talked to people that are like, you got to have a niche. Um, you got to like if you're going to talk about uh, Orioles baseball, just talk about Orioles baseball, and if you're going to talk about Game of Thrones, just talk about Game of Thrones. Um, we're passionate about a lot of things, and we're going to talk yeah. about a lot of things. I mean,
1: I know we could be accused of having a Spider-Man cast every week. I oh, get yeah. that. Um, no, like, and, and I, and I'm not making fun of this one-star review. No, I, I want to say thank you for taking time to write a review because I do appreciate that, right. and it is feedback. It's you know something to, to consider. Um, you know, and, and other people have told us that they like us talking about news and things. So you can't please everybody all the time. I get that. Um, so I just want to say, like, hopefully he gives us another chance. If he doesn't, then thank you for checking us out yeah. once. Um, if if anybody else out there feels passionately enough to take the time to to write us a review, uh, it does help because if we get enough, then we'll get an average rating and that will start showing up in actual lists mm-hmm. and
0: things. And that would be great. So. And then we can get more feedback. I mean, we love feedback, good or bad. I th- I think we wanted to talk about this because, um, you know, we haven't really gotten a lot of feedback recently uh and it's just something like that we wanted to bring to other listeners attention because like we do look at it if you don't like something about the show or you do like something about the show let us know
1: yeah i mean it's just it's you know whatever we're we're open to suggestions and um and if you are out there and you don't like something and you want to pay us money to change it we'll consider it greatly you know that'd be great uh
0: oh yeah we you like know. money we like if money. you don't like something and you have money yeah will get things talk done. to
1: us it'd be great yeah uh, and, uh, just also, uh, uh, for out the door, I am now, uh, strange highways. The other show that I do with Kevin of radio violent. I've now said that seven times during this episode, uh, we're back up and running. We have uh, some new episodes up there. We're we'll watching twilight zone. Uh, we just recently watched, um, the classic episode, the hitchhiker, which has this young lady driving cross country. And every time she keeps seeing this guy by the road, staring her down and she's freaking out. It's one of those ones. It's like people consider it like one of the top 10 episodes of twilight zone. Uh, check out the episode. It's on uh, Netflix and, and Hulu and all that. And strange highways, the podcast, like then listen to our commentary and we have a lot of fun with that. So I would greatly appreciate if you guys check that out. Um, and that's also available on iTunes and stitcher and all that stuff too. Uh, next week, um, I talked to Joe, uh, we're going to have a guest on. I believe if we can make the schedule work right. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no matter what, we're going to eventually. We're going to have this gentleman named Lyman Rate on the show. Uh, we'll see what his schedule is next week. I, he's, he's about it. It's just timing. We'll figure it out. He has written a book called Operation Jaguar, and he wants to uh, talk to us about that. He's going to give us some time and talk about the, the, his writing process and some other things he's working on. Uh, so that'll be fun because we haven't had a guest for a while, and I am curious as hell to talk about somewhat talk to somebody that's written an entire book. Because as much as I've bitched about Ready Player One, like that still is a process, you know. So I want to appreciate, you know, how someone climbs that mountain. So uh, that should be that should be fun. So we'll get some details up when that happens. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, have a safe uh, holiday. Yeah. Uh, have fun. Try not to have too many weird arguments at the dinner table. <laughs> um, that's you know. That's I don't know what else to say other than you know just enjoy your family. Um, and if you enjoy piss them off, I guess that's a way to go too. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so real quick, uh, ham or turkey? Turkey. I I can't stand ham. You don't like ham? I hate ham. All right, well, I guess this this is the last show of this episode ever.
0: front of this thing too we should get those little uh we should get those little plates that they put in front of the things
1: pop filter yeah uh, that wouldn't affect that would make you further away from the mic though i would like uh i don't
0: know what it does it just seems more professional
1: it it stops with the pop like these are supposed to help that you know but
0: like if i doesn't do that no look when i go it makes a big line (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. I'm going to do this no, during the no. show. Look how look how high that line goes. <laughs> Donkey